Hello and welcome back to Second Take Movies, the podcast where we give movies a second look, second chance, a second take, if you will. I'm your host, Preston Jenkinson, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Jake Twido. I'm not even going to do a Sean Connery. I was oh, gonna that's do all it. right, laddie. I'll be doing the Sean Connery impressions in this one. This movie is Tomatoes. It's a shit. <laughs> it's a shit show. <laughs> that's definitely the worst Sean Connery the world's ever heard. It'll be my boot up your arse. That's what it'll be. <laughs> that's my favorite quote from this movie. Uh, uh, talking about League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, I, I kind of like the League of Unextraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. Or there, there's a line somewhere that's like, the, the, the title line, someone says it, and it's like, should have been this. That should have been the name. Yeah. The The story for this one, well, there's no, yeah, there's no Johnny Depp news this week, so we, we've uh, kind of lost the segment. Oh, you know what? I, okay, you know what? Johnny Depp post after news. Math. <laughs> I think it's comical that her lawyers went and did all these news press stuff, and they're like, we got rigged. His lawyers lawyers have been all over the Today Show and Good Morning America and stuff, too. But they let them go first, and now they're like, yeah, we thought it was a good trial. We thought they were nice and professional people. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Her her lawyers are like, we didn't get to submit this evidence, and we didn't get whatever, dude. Poppycock. Yeah. Uh, the story for this show, for this movie, um, in an alternate Victorian age world, very alternate, a group of famous contemporary fantasy, science fiction, and adventure characters team up on a secret mission. I, uh, you know what? I didn't think this was supposed to be a separate world. I thought this was supposed to be us. So now everything kind of makes more sense, you know, for, for the, the most part, stuff. like all the everything happens as history does except there's like there's a car there's a car the venice canals are as deep as the ocean right <laughs> tom tom sawyer is not 6 at this time right i think by the, the literary standards he's supposed to be 6 years old and so. in this movie he's in his 20s and he works for the secret service or something <sighs> which Obviously was added in by the studio because in the original comic book there is no Tom Sawyer. Like, yeah, it was a pretty British original <clears throat> situation. Yeah. So it was like a bunch of public domain um, literary characters. Do <laughs> you think they could redo this again and put Winnie the Pooh in it? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm in for that. <laughs> the serial killer one, not, not the. Yeah, that. Uh. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. Uh, that was wild when I first read that. I was like, doesn't Disney own? <laughs> yeah, I thought like, it was a nope. joke. And then it was like, oh, that's right. So I, hmm. I can't believe they let that lapse. Like, yeah, I don't know why they would have. Maybe it was a wish of the family or something. Not have a know. choice in the matter. I don't. Yeah. Because usually Disney likes to hold on to everything. Yeah, even pointless things. Right. Who knows? Our positive and negative reviews. The Globe and Mail in Toronto, Nick Groan, says the concept is high, but everything else is merely fair to middling. One more or less watchable B-movie in Megabucks clothing. Listen to that Canadian be nice. Listen to him. (laughs) I mean, that's a yeah, bud. All right. Yeah. Oh, don't you know it was a... 
It's a B movie in Mega Books clothing, you know. <laughs> get some of the poutines up there and get, yeah. yeah, bud, some of those tunes. <laughs> uh, Ed Park from Village Voice says, even if per wild, all art is quite useless. In need, not, it need not be quite as useless as this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this was uh, the result of I, they started like they they started the script on this before like the original comic book was released. I think is what I read. I was trying to find that because I feel like that that would explain a lot of where things maybe went off the rails. But yeah, oh, none of the writing's good. I mean, no, no. And this was the. I don't know how much Alan Moore did, but. This is part of my trivia that I had written down for the end, but this is part of Sean Connery's like. Oh, I passed on Lord of the Rings. I passed on the Matrix. The Matrix. I passed (laughs) on Dumbledore, and I've lost hundred or not lost, but I've talked myself out of hundreds of millions of dollars. So I'm not saying no to this. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad this is where he uh this is where he drew the line. Like mm-hmm. good job, Sean Connery. But like you said, it made him quit acting. So so I don't it, well I mean of course I wasn't on set, but I don't think this movie was that bad enough to quit acting, but apparently I don't it think was so. A, no. I've I've seen everyone hate each other. Yeah. I at least smirked the entire time. Yeah. Uh, this movie starts with um, the Phantom, I think, is the Phantom with uh, an F for some reason. Yeah, uh, he goes and and kidnaps some scientists and blows up some Hindenburg machines, and it's, he's kind of like accelerating the start of the First World War, which hasn't happened yet because this is in 1899. I I just want to let you know I'm gonna mm. I'm going to sound like Cinema Sins all of a sudden. Go for it. I was like, man, this movie may not be that bad. And then the newspaper thing comes out of uh, Germans going to this bank and they have this picture of a tank. Who saw the tank and who drew it to like perfect detail? It's like oh, yeah, a because after after that scene where he blows up those those Hindenburg things, like there's a tank on the streets in, in England and all these cops like are like one cop is like, stop. And like he just gets like run over. Yeah, I I immediately went. It's this kind of movie. That's what this is. This yeah. is gonna be <clears throat> magical. And then we go to Africa. Well, we're I introduced to Alan Quatermain. Totally forgot <laughs> about the whole African piece of this. And yeah, still it's just <clears throat> like, what is what is happening? My my thing is, you have you you want to assemble this league of like people that are extraordinary a league of extraordinary gentlemen and you pick a guy that's just really good at hunting and he's the leader that couldn't figure that out for the life of me i mean i think it's they keep on saying like there's so many legendary tales that everyone talks about quarterman and i'm like okay yeah he just shoots a gun like yeah he shoots a gun far but yeah is it i don't know if it's like a uh, yeah, I don't know why he's the leader. Uh, there's I mean, no, no. Other than he's like in the original source material, and he was actually I, I had never heard of him until this movie. Honestly, um, 
he was apparently an adventurer in several different books or whatever, but I had never heard of him. Um, yeah, I think we're too American. I guess to so. have heard of him. So the I, British I Empire, they have selected Alan Quartermain, played by Sean Connery at this point. What I mean, we, didn't he he's just not revealed you know, to us at first? Isn't he done with James Bond? And her Queen's Majesty needs you. All right, we're getting into some Bond crap. God already. save the Queen. <laughs> that mm. that's about as patriotic as it gets around here. <laughs> then. I mean, I forgot so much of this movie. <clears throat> he does that whole cheerio thing, and the dudes with the really weird guns pop yeah. in, and it's just like, "What is happening? This is crazy." He has a he has a guy that's like sitting there, um, that's like a a decoy, and all I remember that guy from is like from Gladiator. He had like these weird eyebrows in Gladiator. That's all I remember. And I just love that he's got that like. It's got the guy that's his like stand in, <laughs> yeah. And he he stands in for two seconds, like, and then gets blown away by the <sighs> Phantom's army. Yeah, and, and then, then that's when you really start to understand the CGI warfare you're about to get in for this movie. God. Yeah, directed you know by you the same guy that made Blade. I had a I can see that honestly. Yeah. And boy, Sadly. do I have stories of him later on. <laughs> I mean, no one likes that guy, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's only, I don't think he's done anything since this either. Well, he's, he, according to him, he, um, after this movie, he called his agent and canceled all the stuff that he had coming up. But I don't sure. think that's what happened. Sure. <laughs> sure, Steven, you liar. Um, so they chase this one guy out, like because these guys are wearing body armor and they have fully automatic rifles in 1899. Which yeah. <laughs> I don't even think the idea, like, the idea of that was even thought possible at that point. Body armor or automatic weapons? Automatic weapons. I think the uh, like because that's still chain like gun twenty I mean, uh, thirty years away. What are those called? Why am I the Gatlin? Out? I mean, you had the Gatlin, Gatlin gun. guns Thank in the you. in the yeah. mid eighteen hundreds, but nothing that was like load a clip in and fire it. Could be wrong. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, like I think World War Two. Yeah, they uh, had you those. know what? I look, I'm cheating. I looked it up in eighteen eighty four. There's a guy. The Maxim machine gun. Okay. Was developed, but it was like one of those big mounted ones, right? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's mounted, but it's got a clip. It's a it's still a like a band or, yeah, or a ribbon, but not like one that you, you can't can carry around. You could carry it, probably not shoot it very well. There's right. no way what they've got matches. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, but he, alternate they, world. Yeah, they, they they've taken care of all these guys, but there's still one left, as there always is, and he's running off. Quartermain shoots him in the back. Somehow that doesn't kill him. Uh, we want him alive. I need information. By the way, the the amount of uh, overdubs that happen in this movie where no oh, one moves yeah. their mouth is yeah. great. Because that was the one, like, he's running, mouth shut, you can tell. Yeah. I mean, he has a, a good full beard, so, like, you, know, you know when it's moving. Yeah, the audience yeah. is stupid. They don't know what's happening. We we need to yeah. explain it to them. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hate that in movies. So this guy swallows a pill. He dies. And then... And then you hero- get the greatest... 
explosion in the world. That's right, because they, they left a bomb at the bar. Yeah. yeah, that was incredible. I, mm. uh, it looks so bad. <laughs> Let me ask you something. He agrees to go with uh, whatever Cracker Faces. I mean, whatever that guy's <laughs> name is. <laughs> I don't care. I'm American. I'm not British. Cracker um, Face. I like that. He agrees. He's like, pack for a British summer. And I'm like, why wouldn't you ride back together? Well, right. Like, bye. I'll see you in a little while. You're probably going to catch the same boat as me. Or like, what is happening here? Yo, I'll catch you in like a couple months, I guess. I mean, yeah. Not like Bye, Quarterman. Also, probably miss. all his stuff was like in that explosion. So all he needs is that gun, his vest that yeah, he wears like, the whole movie. And I mean, I can like just ride with you to the boat right now. <laughs> yeah. Sean Connor's like, can you stop? I got to buy some pants, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any money either. It all got blown up just now. Yeah. So we're brought to this uh, mysterious place that's underground. I know that it went down like three levels of something. I don't know where they actually are. Do you, um, how I didn't remember the M. I did. I didn't remember who M was, and that's when I went. This is James Bond. This is so stupid. Where's when's when's quarter? I mean, then I went quarter main Q quarter man. This is James Bond, but <laughs> I'm sure th- yeah. there were. I'm sure there were nods to James Bond throughout this, and, I, and M was especially one of them. I didn't see any. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Caught that one. Um, yeah, you get the like most ridiculous. I need your help because of this. Yeah, and then immediately you're like, oh, this uh, Quarterman guy. He's racist and he's pretty sexist. sexist. <laughs> kind of an a hole. Yeah. I'm going to pull for him, though, and everyone's going to love him. Yeah, because as soon as he sees um, Nemo. The, yeah, he sees Nemo. Yeah, let's just... What the? This is our, our, our cast of characters. We've It's Alan Quartermain. It's uh, An Invisible Man, not The Invisible Man by H.G. Wells, because Universal owns that one. Um, Captain Nemo from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And then the wife of the other dude that fought Dracula. Mina Har- no, uh, Mina Harker. Yeah. Yeah. And she's Which, a vampire. Yeah. Dorian Gray. Which, Man, and in beautiful. the book, she's the one that recruits the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's what I thought. I was and, like, man, I feel like that's... I thought that was going to happen again. Nope. No. It's And her and Quartermain kind of have like a thing. Nice. James Bond Grant James Bond's granddaddy actually is also recruiting the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Nice. There's a character called Bond in the um <laughs> book. Uh, I can't remember his name right now, but it, it is Bond. It's, that's uh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I got the perfect guy. It's the guy that yeah. played Bond. We're gonna put him in here. And uh, we already mentioned Invisible Man. So then they leave there, <clears throat> and they go down to the docks where oh, Dorian Gray, Invis- of Invisible all Man. literary references you could think of to put in this, this movie, you put in Dorian Gray. The League Gray. of Extraordinary Literary Pieces of Art. Yeah. Um, I, Skinner, Invisibility Guy. You yeah. see him drink some whiskey. I got a question for you. Where's the poo? Okay. Where's the poo, Preston? Where's the poo? I'm seeing that liquid come down. I want to see pee. I want to see poo. Where's it at? Yeah. I did yeah, not hate 
that effect of when he grabs the makeup and he's putting it on himself. Oh God, that was cool. Yeah, like his whole that yeah. whole effect of him being invisible worked great for the most part. Yeah, that's probably the only just thing. when it breaks down is when you are like, well, why can't we see anything? Like we can't like if we can see that, why can't we see when he's got a full bladder? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Give me the pee, give me the poo. Right. <laughs> Someone's gonna clip that one day and as I'm accepting uh, the, the presidency pee, of the, the USA, they're going <laughs> to say, he once said, give me the pee, give me the poo. Oh, well. Yeah, from that beautiful piece, you go get Dorian Gray, which, I mean, which they do why? a heck of a job of immediately letting you know, this guy's going to screw them over. You shouldn't like him. Yeah. He's creepy. And just that book is so terrible as well. That whole story is just... I don't know if I've ever... Oscar Wilde should have stuck to poetry. Is it? Yeah, it's picture of it's a, the picture of Dorian Gray, right? Yeah, and and it's bas- yeah. that's basically the story. Is like <clears throat> he does all I'm these good. terrible things, and the portrait takes all the punishment. I don't know if it if he's invulnerable like he is in this movie because he takes like fifty gunshots, and I think he just doesn't age. Yeah, I, I don't like think that. he's. I don't think he's invincible. It's just he doesn't age anymore. Right. Again, I didn't read it, so I'm yeah. speaking out my head. Well, and so the <clears throat> the Phantom shows up with his crew, and uh, <laughs> what a dumb looking guy! It is. Thing. It's like he's in this fur coat with like a <laughs> Phantom of the. I guess he was kind of. That's kind of what he was going for. I guess is like he's the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even think it that's is. in it's, the book. It's supposed to be directly that. Because yeah. I think that was also a free, uh, you could reference that character and not have to pay situation. Yeah. And they talked like this, and it injured under the mask. It, after finishing the movie, thinking back to that scene, this is the dumbest movie. <laughs> like It is. It's his so plan stupid. is so stupid. I love that he's like, join me now. That's all they had to do, movie over. Yeah. But... But why didn't he wait until they captured uh, Jekyll or Doctor Jekyll and Hyde? Because doesn't he need everybody? So he's like, "Join me." Also, his plan—like, we'll just go ahead and spoil it. It ends up being M, the guy that recruited him. So, in and he that ends up moment, being Sherlock Holmes, bub. Yeah, he ends up being Moriarty. <laughs> Which, no offense, if you don't have Moriarty, if you don't have Sherlock Holmes, you can't have Moriarty. Who cares? Which that is my question. If, so that means that Sherlock Holmes exists in this universe as a person. That was my why, problem. Why is he not on the team? <laughs> yeah, that that should have been like, honestly, a better movie. Sherlock Holmes is the guy that yeah. did, and he puts the team together. He's yeah. got all these oddballs he's met. He oh, would yeah. be the best person to vet to everybody, you know? But anyway. But like my thing is because the the his goal is to take a piece of everybody for some reason except I mean you can't take anything from Alan Quartermain but he wants the vampiric blood he wants a skin sample from Skinner to become invisible he wants Nemo's technology he wants um the blood uh, from Doctor Harker. Oh, you yeah. already said that. And Dr. Jekyll, he wants a, a vial of Dr. Jekyll, yeah. Mr. Hyde's in this movie, too, as well. Which like um, lines up why he kidnaps all the scientists at the beginning. Yeah. 
I guess we replicate everything. But since they're most of them are all right there, just take that while you've got them at gunpoint. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sorry, man. I'm I immediately called again. I'm going to be cinema sins. Someone had to die in that shootout. Like, yeah, I get it, but no. But we we had to introduce the Tom worst Sawyer. actor. Yeah. Because this is America, daggummit, and we're going to put an American in this movie. We ain't going to have a bunch of Europeans try to save the world. Hey, boy, let me tell you something. You shoot one bullet, <laughs> I shoot 20. I have fun, you don't, partner. Get your biscuits and crumpets and eat it. Also, oh. I'm Tom Sawyer, and I'm originally from the South, but I sound like I'm a California kid. <laughs> that, that, and that was like, you could have gotten so many. I'm actually from Mississippi, but I'm going to sound like I was raised in the Valley in in California somewhere. <sighs> yeah. By the way, you know who, uh, yeah, when you think, sorry, when you think like American, you don't think a Californian accent, really. Right. Um, totally forgot this guy was in Ocean's Eleven. And he was in uh, A Walk to Remember. He was in he Ocean's Eleven? I, th- I think he's at the poker table. Oh, yeah, he Brad- plays himself as an actor. It's Shane West, yeah. I think, is his name. That's it. Because he's also the guy that's Mandy Moore's boyfriend in all her music videos. Uh, I don't okay. know why I know this. I think Preston. he, around this time, I think he was in like a show or something. He did a ton. He was in ER for a while. Yeah, like He was he in was ER like- for a while. And he, was, uh, he had episodes in like Buffy... Yeah, some of the other stuff. I think, but I think that's why he got this this role is like they wanted. I think one of the studio notes was like they wanted a, a young guy from America, and all they could think of was Tom Sawyer. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Not I don't. Billy the Kid. Not. Um, God, that'd have been so much better. Yes. Uh, like, don't have another guy with a gun. What's not the, Jesse like James? Said, not like. Some cowboy from something. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. I don't either. Um, I, I think I have a trivia point. Okay. That is comical. So yeah, Tom Sawyer definitely got added studio's request. Do you know who got dropped by the studio's request? Mm. Fu Manchu. <laughs> well, yeah, they. they I mean, you kind of had to. They did this. I mean, even <laughs> in 2003, they were like, we we can't. They did the same thing in Shang-Chi. Like, Fu Manchu is the original villain of Shang-Chi, but I think even in 2003, they're like, we can't do that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't know. I, you, I think uh, <clears throat> I think you, I think they should have done it, personally. Yeah, sure. Why not? So, I mean, Big Big Trouble in Little China is the greatest movie ever, and it, uh, well, you know, James, James Hong, you know, he just got his star on the Hollywood I don't know if you're familiar with the guy. He's been in like 9,000 different occurrences. He started out with uh, Chaplin back in the day. Really? But he just got a star on the Hollywood star, and he's the oldest guy to ever get it. So I think he's 92 or 93. Oh, he's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive, man, and kicking. Good for him. He was in, um, I think we've talked about it some, everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh. He's in it. I really want to see that movie still. I do too. Sorry, here's the rabbit hole I'm putting you on, and I'll go ahead and steer us back. Go of, for it. Yeah. Fu Manchu. Probably a good thing they cut him out. Yeah. And uh, the, I think that was the only big 
thing. Yeah. I, I love the studio praised like Tom Sawyer was the perfect addition to this movie. It doesn't make any sense. You don't need no. another kid with guns. Like you've yeah, got like, the marks. He's, he's just Alan Quartermain, but he's American and annoying. So we get on the boat, the Nautilus from 20,000 leagues <laughs> under the sea. All right. We already, we haven't, no, we have, we've seen the car at this mm-hmm. point. So an automobile. God, so stupid. Yeah. Ha- this is like the first submarine. Mm-hmm. Then this what's everything running on? Solar power. Is that what he says? That, oh, we, yeah. Even worse. There's a huge segment later when they surface and they have all their intimate discussions on the top. They keep yeah. surfacing to charge because our solar is charged. Batteries don't exist for, I don't know how much longer, man. Like, ah, uh, Maybe I'm too picky. I will say CGI on that awful, but that was a cool ship, man. It's a good, I mean, uh, yeah, all right. CGI wise, it's like, eh. Well, and it kind of sucks because you see the car. The car is real. Yeah. So you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, we're stepping it up. Then you see that and it's like. uh, It's impossible to build a ship like that in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for a movie. I, uh, I did laugh. There's so much miniature usage. Oh yeah, but in, in weird ways, like when the Nautilus goes underwater, it's definitely a miniature. The, the water bubble effect. Yeah, it's a miniature of it, and it's like, yeah, you can tell this is like someone's glass. This is not believable. Yeah, but a lot of the stuff in Venice was miniatures as well. I think blow it all. Yeah, <laughs> but they go to go recruit. Uh, I can't remember what he says. The He's got to get the monster. Yeah, the Hulk, like the Basically 2000 the Hulk. What year did what, the first Hulk come out? Like the 40s or the, no, like the 60s, I think. Oh, no, no, sorry, the movie. Oh, uh, 2008. Okay. Yeah, whoever <laughs> did the CGI on this went and worked on that movie for sure. Just that's all I'm going to say. Well, a lot of Mr. Hyde was practical. Like that's a suit that that guy's wearing. It looks terrible. It does look bad, but it but it's at points least for them. Bad. Sorry, I'm jumping way ahead to when uh, because when the guy's name you can is. tell it's like fake arms when he's pulling on that lever later on to get God. the water out of the flooding area. I uh, I love so they they catch up to Jekyll, Doctor mm-hmm. Hyde. I guess he's Jekyll then, and they're in France, Paris. Thank you. Hey, I, don't, I messed Paris? that up. Paris. So they're chasing him all of a sudden. The guy that's supposed to be the leader and the expert, he's taken like four shots to do anything. And I'm like, yeah, this guy's not that good. He's not that good. Well, Alan Qu- Alan Quartermain is shooting the 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 just pillars and everything around him to get him to turn. Get him to turn, boy. I felt like that was a like, you know, someone's <laughs> teaching you to do something, you do it better than them, and yeah. they don't do it right, and they're like, Oh, I did that on purpose. <laughs> And the, you know, Tom Sawyer is just bang, 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 bang with his little, tiny little six. He does that like four times in this movie. And every time I just (laughs) sat there and went, this is so dumb. This is the (laughs) dumbest. Like, it doesn't even make sense. When, where do you keep your bullets? Yeah. Uh, Again, it's it's the thing of no one reloads. No one runs out of bullets ever. No, but they, they capture them. I thought that was pretty sweet though. The hidden net. And then dragging the body was it was the net like did they drag that net from the boat somewhere specific? 
Yeah, yeah. So the quarterman's okay, plan is that. he gets them all the way there, and that was cool. But then they get to the like, he's a prisoner, and they're yelling at him. Alan Quartermain's like, "Blah, you're terrible." Three minutes later, he's like, "I'm your best friend. Turn back." <laughs> like, what is going on, man? Like, pick a side. Like, <laughs> this is bogus. Then he does go back, and yeah, he goes back. <sighs> That uh, that actor I actually do really like though. I didn't necessarily like him in this movie, and I don't know what else I've seen him in. But I'm maybe he looks like someone else. He <clears throat> he was in Benjamin last Button. night, and he looked a, a very familiar, but I can't remember exactly where I've seen him from. Probably X Men First Class. <laughs> was he? Oh, he was in First Class. What was he in First Class? Uh, as Azel. Oh, Azazel. The, Azazel? The wow. I'm the, good. The, the, it's the, Nightcrawler's dad, right? Nightcrawler's dad, yeah. Okay. Okay, that makes uh-huh. sense. I can't pronounce it, but I can save it. <laughs> Probably something I should say at the end. What I don't understand is they could have made this movie a lot better. I think this movie is only remotely good because Sean Connery's in it. $78 and million dollar budget. Half 60 the people million went down. in this movie signed on to this movie because of Sean Connery. Like the yeah. guy that played him, he was like, I wanted to work with Sean Connery. That's why I signed up. So it's, it's like if you didn't have Sean Connery, you could have made a productional better movie. Yeah. Cause he took but like 17 million. That's it. Yeah. Oh man. This movie has no excuse then. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I was thinking he took half the budget. Like, well, I mean, I'm still 17 million dollars. Jeez. I'm sure he got something on the back end, but his, initial like just for him yeah. to show up was 17 million he got retirement yeah basically um this is where i black out okay the boat stuff like i guess you have dorian goes i'm gonna call her vampire girl dr harker and they have their whole sexy time and he steals her blood and then they figure out that someone's taking a picture and there's uh-huh. flash powder and then it's like Oh, we haven't seen the invisible guy in a while. It's definitely him. Yeah, he just goes oh, no, away. Get, yeah, well, he Skinner walks into Quartermain's cabin, and I'm like, "What is he doing in there? Like, are you? <laughs> why, why are you in this old man's room, dude? Like, like that is the last time we see him, basically, quote unquote. Yep. So until Venice, or no, until. Like when they end uh, up in the snow in Mongolia. Yeah. Mongolia. (laughs) Because M is going to blow up Venice. (laughs) You know, when they got, I went, that looks like uh, blueprints of like Venice foundations. Yeah. And I forgot that was the whole, what does he get for blowing Venice up? Well, that's all the leaders of Europe have congregated there at a conference to Uh, discuss what's going on with all these attacks that are happening. Okay. Well, that's where I was definitely checked out still because I was yeah. like, oh, it's just like they're having carnival and you're just going to kill all the partiers. Cool. Yeah. And in the meantime, and they changed, <clears throat> they changed the initial thing from a um, flesh eating gas getting leaked in New York to blowing up buildings in Venice because of 9-11. Eh. 
that's and that not the doesn't same thing. make sense. <laughs> no, that's an airplane and a gas. <laughs> Maybe they changed the setting because of New York. City, yeah, and I, I mean, guess. a lot of people did that. A lot of everyone switched there because this was like two years after nine eleven. So, yeah, yeah. Still, that doesn't but, even make sense then, though. That doesn't right. even like. But you, I, wanna, mean, I guess, if they're having a conference there, the same same deal. But yeah, ugh. yeah. But you, uh, you get probably the world's dumbest chase scene I've ever seen in Venice. But actually, scratch that. That boat comes into Venice. Venice no, canal, no like issues. Six point eight meters. <laughs> That's how deep the how deepest is. I think, like, they put those poles in the ground and push some. I don't know. I I'm not. I'm not from Vince. I'm a Vince <laughs> boy. Uh, I ain't there's no way this thing goes in. <laughs> no way at all. And I love like yeah. we can't go any further. We hit a bridge, dude. You'd hit. A lot of bridges, and there—I don't think there's a straight canal like that. And, and then when they're really trying to canal. when they're trying to get it out of the canal, they're like responsible for half the damage to the buildings when they're trying to get out. <laughs> I love that part, though. It's like, yes, they're the they're evil. Back they're it up, beep, put beep. it in the first Terry. Back it up. <laughs> and for some uh, reason, Tom Sawyer knows how to drive a car. Guys, I was gonna say, what in the world? I mean, it's not like. Us Americans have this technology. You just got it. Right. No, no, I'm Tom Sawyer. I can drive a car. <laughs> that and whole scene made me A, nauseous from all the movements, B, regrettably sad because it was awful. Yeah. It's like, first of all, like, I don't think you could drive a car in Venice. Like, isn't it? No, just I don't think all, it's wide enough. Yeah. It's, it's just all waterways. Yeah. I don't, I think even today there's no cars. In Venice, you have based horses, on what maybe? I saw in the Italian job, it's just water. <laughs> Ooh, Italian job that came out this year, that same year, didn't it? 2003. Yeah. That's a much better movie, way better. Yeah, hey man, Marky Mark, Funky Boy, way so better. Good. They should have put him in this. He should have been oh. Alan Quartermain. He was already in Venice. I'm gonna is it they're trying to blow up Venice? Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> My so brother's got mother a chain. So how do you mother uh. All right. So, <laughs> too many impressions for one episode. Oh, it's going to probably be a lot more. It's, it gets, yeah, it's going to be worse. more than that. Um, Dorian Gray jumps out of the car because he's invincible. Bat Lady is covering him from the gunfire because she can make bats. Alan Quartermain jumps out while the thing's in full speed. Yep. Jumps out, lands on his feet like a gymnast after a cartwheel and just and lands. Connery was like in his seventies at this point, but I don't think yeah. he jumped out. <laughs> I don't think that was him jumping out. They they told him to lean over and they just rolled him over. <laughs> All right. Now push me out of the car, boy. This is called the Scottish roll. The Scottish roll. I was so, going to be really offensive and just say he was Irish this whole time, but <laughs> um, they, the, everything blows up. They find out that Dorian, the escape pod mm-hmm. pops out. Dumb escape pod, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's definitely worse. a throwback. It's a. There's no way that thing throwback. moves in water. There's no way no. that thing moves in water. Heck no, man. And I love they have the audacity. It poops the audacity. out. And he's looking at you, and they make it turn around to go. Audacity. Uh, and it's definitely <laughs> not him in that. 
It's just like no. a, a picture they took of him and like stuck in there. Ooh, that means that he's got two portraits now. He's invincible <laughs> for life. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll, I mean, like, I can't remember how they get. No, no. Uh, one of his captains or Nemo's guys finds that record. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I hate this trope. I mean, I guess it's how everyone knows movies and stories, but I'm the evil villain. I'm going to tell you my entire plan before you die. <laughs> You'll never catch me, Scooby-Doo. What is this? Dude? We're going to use this as a framing device to catch up the audience as to what's going on. In case you forgot, my name is M. I'm the one that put you here. I and am because James you don't know my Moriarty. voice, we'll give you a video to watch. Woo-hoo. A wolf among the sheeps. Growl. Uh, <laughs> the actor you know, that man, plays, that's the dumbest part. That while they're in the middle of explaining it, he says, the wolf, I've said a wolf among the sheep or whatever. Something like that. And you know, the, I forgot at, what happens. And Stuart I Townsend thought, in the back is like growl. <laughs> they yeah. just all sat in this room recording mm. this record. And he's like, All right, when I say growl. wolf, I want you to growl. <laughs> um I th- forgot what happened, and I thought they were gonna take a um the vinyl makes Jekyll and Hyde go insane. Yeah, because it's and a I'm like, like oh, a, yeah, I can uh, yeah, no, it's emitting it's like a, a pitch that is like a they, that these crystal receivers or something that are picking up on these bombs and like it's a certain frequency that only resonates on them and it triggers the bombs. I don't <laughs> who uh, I have it in my notes and I didn't look it up and I should look it up before I start talking. The guy that plays M. Uh huh. Was he a Mission Impossible too? Yes, yeah, he played. Yeah, the, he's the right hand guy. Yes, that's him. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's a he's in a lot of stuff, but I was like, I know you and I have done a movie where I've seen this guy. Yeah, and that's I, and I didn't realize that until you just mentioned that because I was like, I've he's seen this a, guy somewhere. Yeah. Well, and I it's funny because he kind of popped up. I thought about mm-hmm. that because he's in the Elvis movie coming out. He is. Yeah, he plays a uh, Vernon Presley. Okay. I didn't see Which him in the trailer, I, but that doesn't I saw mean he's a not picture. in okay. It was in a magazine because I look at magazines all the time. I, I don't, I, I don't even know if magazines are fully sent or anything. But I saw it at the grocery store and I went, "Yeah, yeah, okay." Dacre Montgomery's uh, in that movie too. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know Plays if that movie's going to be good or not. I think it is. Um, I also don't love Elvis Presley. Um, you know, I was I liked it when I was a kid, but it, like. As you get, I mean, the music's okay. Yeah, I'm, I need to probably listen. I had a stigma about him growing up, and for some reason, I was just like, "Yeah, I don't like this bumpkin." I he think was, I he uh, was like the first Harry Styles, basically. I think I flat out said at some point in time in life, "Who's this white guy that thinks he's black?" Because <laughs> so much of his music's like heavy gospel soul. Like, well, that's that's how he grew up. He grew up in like yeah. a real poor part of town, and that's what the movie shows Which, in the opening of the you know, trailers as, a, as an adult makes pure sense but as yeah. a kid it's like what is this bull crap like hank williams learned, learned to play guitar from a black guy at a train station so uh, hank hill learned to play listening to willie nelson <laughs> <laughs> swear i thought you're gonna say hank hill <laughs> nope hank williams uh yeah so the explosions go off they start sinking 
which this the, thing should be done for. Yes, but the most hilarious, like the way they track this thing. First Boy. of all, how? And the setup that they have is just like a three D physical map with just two lights scrolling across the like did that earth that globe in the back is just scrolling i thought that was supposed to be the earth and i'm like man they're going fast what it looks like (laughs) but it's you know i guess it's just a whatever just a constant like how do you know where that is that doesn't tell you anything uh, i will say the like that boat the like production detail it Mm -hmm. was awesome it was killer i was like i'm on board with this just let me see the boat and everyone else leave. Yeah. I'm going to be a grumpy old man and look at boats for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so they end up in, uh, I think, some kind of ice lake in Mongolia somewhere. I think Again, how the heck did that thing go through small rivers right. around China? Well, it's, it went under the, the water. It's a submarine. Yeah, but there's like water. a, you have to go like, Dude. anyone watching the video... <laughs> No, no, uh-uh, geographical time, baby. Yeah, no, I lost, that's, I got there's, into this rant with myself and went, no. There's vampires and Tom Sawyer and and invisible men running about the place. So, like, okay, yeah, there's a submarine, too. Why not? I, sorry, I'm just, there are too many, too many stupid things in my head right now. They get. To, how did they build that facility? That's what I want to know. If it's impossible to get to, how'd you build that facility? Yeah, and like, ah, that'll... They stole all the people from that village to work and do stuff, but how'd yeah. you get the material? How you know? Where'd no, you get the money to, to like start this thing, first of all? Don't you know? The Phantom's been in the uh, arts for years at this point. His acting career. He's had a long-running show, okay? So he's made some, some coin. What a turd. Um, I love, uh, <laughs> I don't love, I'm saying it sarcastically. Right. But yeah. the idea of it's so great. They eventually, about 12 of them get off the boat. And that's yeah. important. Later, <laughs> there's hundreds of them. But uh, 12 of them go and find shelter in this thing. And Skinner shows up and he's <laughs> naked. Like the idea of the invisible man's got to be naked the whole time. I don't know why this makes me giggle. <laughs> it's peeping out. <laughs> and he's like, I'm in the snow. And I'm like, yeah, you definitely would have died though. Yeah, but, you'd be dead by now by hype of, of hypothermia, but yeah, come on in the cave and get warm, I guess. I thought they're gonna make a wiener joke, and I'm like, Yeah, that thing fell off, man. It is gone. <laughs> Skinner is he did. Yeah, no more. So they devise a plan of Quartermain and Sawyer are going to go after M. Nemo and Dr. Hyde are going to go after the captured scientists' families. Yep. Which I got, okay, I love that because yeah. the only dumb reason I remember this, uh, the Jules Verne story, his Nemo's family gets kidnapped. Yes. Or uh, he get, they get kidnapped. I'm like, all right, yeah. So he's not against. That's the dumbest thing I've ever said. No one's for kidnapping. <laughs> That's like saying like, yeah, I'm against the Nazis. Well, I guess some people are for them, but yeah. Charles punching do- yeah. punching kittens and dogs is bad. Yeah, no one's going to root for that, but mm-hmm. I suspect that was supposed to be a nod that I'm probably the only person in the world that thought it because uh, there yeah. might have been some literary, literary people that accidentally watched this <laughs> nerds that were 
Yeah, somebody oh, got really yes. pumped up about this. Oh, yes, very good, very good. Yeah. I do like it when the culture means... Uh, <clears throat> uh, no, I'm not even going <laughs> to... Not even going to do it. Um, who... Who goes at? Oh, is it just Doctor Harker that goes after Dorian Gray? Yes, she goes after okay. him because Skinner is out planting bombs around the whole facility, and she knows the secret. Then she yes. forgets the secret, and then she remembers it after seeing yes. the painting later. Yes, because that was Dorian's reward from M. Somehow M got the dude's picture. And when Dorian looks upon it again, it's all visited upon him at once. Which I that's thought not, he looked cool. Not how it works in the uh, Dorian Gray book, but you know. Look, Preston, I'm going to go and tell you what a lame excuse because you know, for the camera, it makes sense for him doing anyone listening or not. But Preston, why don't you just do this? Can't yeah, see just shut you. your Close eyes, bro. Eyes. Close your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like if she chewed his eyelids off. Yeah, cool. Why, did, why didn't he destroy that painting a long time ago? That's what I want to know. I think if he destroys the painting, he kills him. it destroys okay. him. That makes yeah. sense. Why not? From the guy that didn't read the book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you get... God, th- this the ending of this. I was not checked out, but it was just like, well, we're going to have a big grease bucket fight. Mm-hmm. Um question i do uh, so skinner sets the charges yep you get the rock'em sock'em robots that come out with the flames yeah they're in full armor and i'm like that's the dumbest thing i've ever seen and then i went it's probably how it would have looked if they did this though yeah. so all right whatever. and you get a real like puffy red pustule of a doctor or a mr hyde copy. that's the guy that's whoever did that cgi did incredible hulk yeah, that's what I'm thinking because it's or they did Red Hulk. Yeah, basically mm, that movie. Yeah, it's not a good movie. Yeah. No, 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 it's not. This isn't but... a good movie either. <laughs> no, it is really bad because <laughs> the way they defeat the main villain, he does another like monologue in his office about something. <laughs> I'm James Moriarty. I'm and Moriarty. I don't understand. Put a bullet in his head. Like, yeah, like right there. Quartermain. Bang! Yeah. Movie's done. You've, <clears throat> you've solved it. You didn't die, bub. Oh, I've pushed a gun to your little pupil's head. And <laughs> Sean Connery I, in re- real uh, life would be like, fuck the whip. <laughs> yeah, there would be no hesitation. Yeah. I, I just... Uh, I mean, you go through. Everyone has their struggles. Guess what? Mm-hmm. They all win. I love uh, Hyde. Yeah, Jekyll Hyde. Yeah, I guess that is mm-hmm. yelling for <laughs> Nemo. He's getting beat up. Nemo, and Nemo shows up, and he's like, "Nemo, you got to get out of here." I'm like, you just called him in, dude. What, yeah, what are you doing? He wasn't Nemo, in there. get in here. You've got to get out. <laughs> oh, look out! Thank you for coming. Uh, <laughs> Worst thing about this, so they survive all this bullcrap. Quartermain yep. survives all this. He gets stabbed in the back shoulder. Sure does dies from it. I just is it in the back. There's mm, so much bullcrap from this. Yeah, because he is he turns to shoot the invisible guy that's holding Tom Sawyer. Mm-hmm. So he kills the invisible guy who's gotten burned, so you can see him. 
And uh, Moriarty stabs him in the back, and then Batman's out the window. Yeah. Yeah, that Batman jump was sick. I was in for it. And he had a parachute? Where did that come from? Or It was under his coat, in his, his big warm coat. That, I don't I know, know how that thing floated. But... <laughs> I, I was so excited because I went, I know he's about to get shot. This thing's ending. Can't wait. Yeah. Which is just like, it's the crappiest way to like get rid of the villain is like he just shoots him in the back from like a few hundred yards away. Like, okay. <laughs> the worst ending in the world though is you go to Kenya to bury Quartermain. Yeah. You've got 10 people from the village who actually probably knew him pretty good. And then these random people that the just people met him like walk he off. knew for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go just in front of everybody. Saw your flipping the Winchester rifle, putting it on his grave. I was like, dude, someone's gonna steal that. Let me just what go did that white you. boy put on the grave? Mine. <laughs> oh, don't worry. The witch doctor woke him up, ma'am. Uh, the witch doctor woke him up because Africa won't let me die. What oh, does that, that mean? <laughs> I, I don't. I yeah. I don't think Sean Connery thought that. When this thing was ending, he probably prayed for, please just let Africa kill me. No, he, he took over. He actually helped with the edit on this movie. All right. After the director got kicked off the project towards the end. So good, good lad. That's yeah. all I'll say. But that's, that's the end of the movie. That's, you know. Way more Ooh. stuff actually happened in this one as compared to last week. Yeah, this was a. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, stuff. This is stuff Th- happened. It this had good, story beats at least. This was the first. I think the first of Alan Moore's novels, or graphic novels. What do you want to call them? To be made of movies. Yes, from this was Hell. the very first. This is the one that no, made from him, Hell was before. From Hell was two thousand one. Well, this is the one that made him like I'm not putting my name on anything else. Which V for Vendetta was pretty dang good. Yeah, it was so good. Watchmen. And I was loved good. the Watchmen. That was mm, loved. The it. Watchmen TV show is excellent. Yeah, I I didn't. Yeah, I did like it. I was I a stubborn person at first. It's like, but the characters I love, you're doing bad things. It's uh, a, whatever. That's that's the whole point of Watchmen. Yep. <laughs> did you know that that's Mark Hamill's favorite movie? The one from 2009? Yeah. Really? He didn't either because someone, some internet site tweeted out, Mark Hamill's favorite movie is The Watchmen. Here's why you should watch it. And he replied to it and said, that's not my favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was somebody trying to get engagement. but um, The other Trivia. funny fact... Okay, I'm going to give you the worst trivia of the whole thing. Worst trivia. Two things, okay. actually. Uh, I don't remember her name. Peta something. Mm-hmm. The, there's a lot of problems because the promotional posters, they photoshopped her boobs. And it was very apparent. <laughs> I, in, I, in school, this was an example of if you Photoshop things, you need to make sure you do them correctly. Like, look at the backgrounds. Look at this. Yeah. Apparently, they Photoshopped them up. Okay. Number two, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Sawyer is 
special special agent Sawyer of the American Secret Service. Or that didn't SAS exist yet either. Or ass. Pick your poison. So <laughs> someone didn't like him being in there and wrote that and went, Yeah, I'm gonna get them on. But Well we kind of touched on all my trivia, but uh Steve Norrington, the director who also directed Blade, everyone hated him. He constantly got into shouting matches with Sean Connery. He shut down the set one day because he didn't like the look of an elephant gun prop. Um, <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, he he, he uh, tried to goat Sean Connery into punching him on set, and Sean Connery just walked off. <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah. I would have just punched him. Like, who's, yeah. like, who, who's going to believe it? <laughs> Or who's gonna care? Like I'm Sean Connery. No one. Yeah, it's Sean Connery. Like, like, do whatever you want, probably, ma'am. Yeah. So, like you said, he hasn't worked on anything since. So, um, I I did look up. I forgot. I should have said earlier. There's a cut scene where okay. Tom Sawyer explains why he's tracking the Phantom, and it's because him and his friend Agent Huck Finn. Oh God! We're tracking him, and the Phantom killed Huck. I'm glad that was cut. We, I mean, yeah, we get it. You're Tom Sawyer. Yeah, we don't need any more <laughs> this bullcrap. I think it's hilarious, man. The guy that is M. Yeah, doesn't he go and do Van Helsing like? I think a so. year later. Yeah, yeah, he's Dracula. Stuart Townsend, who um, played Dorian Gray was the original pick for uh Aragon in Lord of the Rings. Um but halfway Ooh. through like he was cast and he went to New Zealand halfway through uh, filming the first movie Peter Jackson was like you look too young. I didn't realize it was that guy. Yeah. And that makes a good good move, man. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, my I question would have been, well why did you cast me? <laughs> yeah. That mm, that's kind of like the whole um oh my gosh, back to the future situation. Where Yeah. Why am I blanking on the original guy's name? But yeah, cut him out. It uh I know who you're talking about, but Michael J. Fox replaced the original guy. Yeah. I don't know. That one made more sense. I screen tested it and didn't test well, but like you look too young. You'd you'd know that pretty early on you would you'd think like you did screen tests you did all this stuff you auditioned and then Mm. that is the league of extraordinary gentlemen terrible movie that killed sean connery's acting career well thankfully not this podcast it wasn't that voluntarily (laughs) 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 um jake thanks for Sitting through another movie. That's yeah, not good. Uh, yeah, like you said, wasn't wasn't the worst thing I've ever watched. I I enjoyed it. This one gets. I two think people points. should watch it once. This That's one worth gets it. Two points for me for actually having a story, and Sean Connery. Yeah, there's then there's some one liners that are so ridiculous that it's just worth having them in your pocket to tell yeah. someone randomly. It'll be my boot up your ass. That's my favorite. 
But if you have a suggestion for a future episode, you can send that to secondtakemoviespod at gmail.com, and you can reach us on the social medias at Second Take Movies on Instagram. Uh, for Jake, I will say we will see you next week with Con Air. Oh, oh, yeah. I've never seen that, so I'm excited. I've never seen it. I've heard, I've seen one clip from it, and it's just Nicolas Cage talking. Yeah. And it is an accent like no other. We're back on the Nick Cage train, baby. Toot toot, baby. Give me that Grage (laughs) Cage. So we'll see you next week with Con Air.